Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. This is your favorite host, Sam the Bomb. And it is uh, July 4th, actually, uh, just because uh, we had a long weekend. You know, uh, had to, I had the day off. And so normally I record the newscast on Sunday, which would have been July 3rd, and then I would have released it today. But I figured everyone was busy and uh, just to enjoy an extra day off. Um, do the newscast today, release it tomorrow instead. You know, everyone's starting on a later week anyway, so... Or most people are, rather. Um, but yeah. So, and just a heads up as well. Uh, this week's episode of our main show will be another radio hour. Um, as we kind of gear up for spring season review and some other bigger reviews we're doing. And, um, very excited for those, so... And plus, you know, because it being the holiday week, there are some people who are going to celebrate this coming weekend as well. And it's a shorter week. And then it just gives us more time to prepare for these bigger reviews coming up and the spring review as well. So just a heads up for y'all. Hope you guys enjoy that. There might be some extra content coming as well to make up for it in the, in the coming weeks or in the, the week after. Um for sure, if you're a patron as well, there will be, you know, another one of my solo casts coming out hopefully as well. So, yeah, just a heads up for y'all. But, yeah, welcome to the newscast. Um, Anime Expo happened this weekend, so a lot of things I'll be covering um, from that, that have come out from, from Anime Expo, right? So I will be sure to let you in on some of that, uh, some of that great news because there's a lot of cool stuff to come out um, of Anime Expo as well. So, yeah, um, very excited. Let's uh, let's jump into some stuff. I got some video game news here as well. Um, but yeah, let's let's just do it. Let's just jump into it. Links.animesummit.net. That's where you can find all the links to uh, listen. And uh, please, if you can, if you listen on Spotify, give us a rating. Um, when we get to 100 ratings, I'll do something very special for y'all. Maybe a live stream with a giveaway or something. Get us to 100 ratings, and I'll, I'll do I'll do some things. Maybe I'll make like, um, maybe I'll make like three anime loot crates with like manga and keychains and just all, and a little anime goodies, and then just give them away. You know what I mean? Like just here, free anime loot crates giveaway. Who cares? I'll do it all on live stream. Play video games. Maybe I'll draw a little bit. You know, come through. It'll be it'll be fun. Get us to 100 ratings on Spotify. And for those of you who have, has already given us a rating um, on Spotify, thank you. Thank you. Really means a lot, actually. And also, if you're on iTunes, or <laughs> I've been doing so good at saying Apple Podcasts, and I just said iTunes again. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you know you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll go ahead and uh, I'll, you know, we'll read that um, review on the show. So, anyways, let's just jump into it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I feel like my sinuses are attacking me again. <clears throat> um, shout out to all the people who got sinuses and aller- allergies and. Stuff like that. Square Enix announces Harvest Stella Fantasy Farming RPG. This looks cool. This is like, um, I think they want to hop on that that kind of uh, farm sim, life sim, craft sim uh, RPG element. But what's cool about it is like, there's also like big like fantasy action elements to it. Like, like people attack, they come and attack the village and you got to fight back and monsters and stuff. And looks really cool. Harvest Stella is what it's called. That looks sweet. Got that trailer uh, a little bit ago. They had a little another Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. Very cool. And they announced a bunch of stuff. Um, 
Super Bomberman R, that too. Um, I love the first Bomberman R. Uh, so it's really cool that we're getting that. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Um, Loreline the Laser Eyes, Super Bomberman R2. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Pac-Man World Repack. This is like a remaster of Pac-Man World. Um, Return to Monkey Island. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Um, Railgrade. RPG Time The Legend of Right. Sonic Frontiers. Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Uh, Live Alive. So, like, what's really cool about Live Alive, or Live Alive, Live Alive, um, this is an HD 2D remake, right? I think we talked about this on the newscast, like, oh, man, it's got to be a couple months ago now that we talked about it. But, like, they had said they were bringing an HD 2D remake of Live Alive to the Switch, which was a classic JRPG game on the Super Nintendo, um, which was really cool. Um, it was a really cool RPG, JRPG game that came out in where, like, okay, so you pick a story or a character, and you play that character's story, and it was different. It was a different kind of RPG each time, and it was a different story, and they call, they all culminate in some way. I've never beaten it, okay? I've only I've only played it a little bit um, through some other means, if you know what I mean. But anyway... Um, I've beaten two of the things, I think. The one with the tactical, it was like a tactical one, kind of like on a little really small map. And then there's another one where it's like a Western, which I didn't beat that one. But like you pick a story and you just do it, right? And you you live the life of that character or that person or whatever. And anyway, the HD2D remake, we got more info on it. And that is now coming soon, sooner than... Um, we thought, which is really cool. Um, but it, it, there's, I believe there's a demo uh, out right now. The demo is now available to download on the eShop. Um, check out the start of three of the game's chapters, and then the full game's release next month. The data is transferable, so if you beat any of those or progress in any of those in good ways, um, you can transfer the data over to the full game when it comes out. Uh, so yeah, very cool. I would just check out that Nintendo Direct Mini if you got time and see all the cool things that we're getting. Uh, transgender manga artist launches manga inspired by his youth. Manga artist Shin Kanzaki launched the Hakai Haikai Seiken Sama Dear Society manga on Shincho's Kurage Bunch Kurage Bunch web manga serialization service on Tuesday. The manga is inspired by Kanzaki's personal experience as a transgender man. Um, the story is a hidden youth depicted by an LGBT creator. Some 10 years ago, or, or ago, a high school student from regional town named Reno Tachi went to an all-girls school, studied here and there, and enjoyed talking with his female friends. He was in a quote-unquote ordinary girl, except for his pervasive feeling of unease within his body, a story of love set in a time that demanded even more conformity than now about living one's fullest life while hiding in, hiding the discontent, a story about searching for oneself. Yeah, dude, this seems really cool. I definitely want to read this. Um, I am definitely going to check that out. It is on the Shinchosis Kurage Bunch service on Tuesday. Um, it's called, again, it's called Dear Society or Haike Seiken-sama. Very cool. Um, oh, we talked about that already on the Nintendo Direct. That too. 
kind of going backwards here. Chihayafuru manga ends on August 1st. The 49th volume ships on July 13th. 50th volume ships this winter. Manga creator Yuki Suitsugu announced on her Twitter account on Tuesday that the 246th and penultimate chapter of the Hirchihayafuru manga will appear in the August issue of Kodansha's Beloved magazine on Friday, while the 247th and final chapter of the manga will appear in the following September issue on August 1st. So if you're watching Chihina Fina, you know, and are reading the manga, the uh, last chapter coming out soon. Crazy. Crazy, man. Jump Plus aims to release all new manga series simultaneously in English after 2023. The Jump No Mirai 2022 online talk event announced on Wednesday that all new manga series on Shueisha's Jump Plus app and website will launch simultaneously in English on the company's Manga Plus app from 2023 onward. The aim is to build the foundation of creating hit manga on a global scale. Shuisha editor Yuta Momiyama, who manages weekly Shonen Jump, Shonen Jump Plus and Manga Plus online services, stated that the overseas manga market has expanded in recent years. So popularity of manga in countries outside of Japan is becoming more important. Thus, he wants to not just export manga outside Japan, but also expand Jump's structure of creating hit manga overseas. Very cool. Yeah, I'm very into that. That's very sweet. Knights of the Zodiac Saint Seiya CG anime gets second season in July. If you liked the CG uh, Knights of the Zodiac um, anime on Netflix, the second season is coming out this summer, or actually this month. <laughs> this summer. Forget it's already July, dude. Fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, I still haven't watched it, but I will. Um, Shin Chan, me and the professor on summer vacation game has West in August. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, this actually came out like a year ago. Um, in yeah, July, 2021. And it's not coming to the West, but it's like a, it's like an open world Shin Chan game where you kind of walk around the town and yeah, you play a Shin Chan, you can go fishing, do a bunch of stuff around town and you're on summer vacation. Game developer Neos announced on Tuesday that it will release its Shin Chan, me and the professor on summer vacation, Crayon Shinchan Orotohakase no Natsu Yasumi Owaranai Nanakakan no Tabi in English, German, Spanish, and Portuguese in August for the Switch and PS4. The game's website updated to have an English version. Very cool. So I definitely want to play that watching. If you've never seen the trailer for it, you, you can go watch go watch it. Um we got another new Um trailer, gameplay trailer with commentary from the developer on the new One Piece Odyssey game. And I got to say, I just got past the time skip. I just got to the time skip, rather. So now it's now I understand why all the characters look like the way they look like. Because the first time I watched this trailer, the first time I watched the last teaser trailer when we talked about it, I didn't know who Brooke was. Um, so seeing Brooke on that trailer, I was like, who the fuck? And um, like I had just like gotten to the part where where frankie was was in it i was like yeah i was in water seven is where i was when i watched the last trailer so anyways it's kind of nice to kind of see all the characters and see what they look like but this game looks sweet the battle system in it looks cool it looks like a big adventure story jrpg but open world exploration there's going to be a bunch of side quests it looks like it looks super cool and you're traveling with all your your crew you can change characters out as you're as you're fighting. It looks super sweet. I love this. Fucking Nico Robin. 
and using all her, just raising a bunch of arms and slapping everybody. Fucking Zoro, the three-sword style, and he just cuts bitches. This, it looks so, like, when an attack happens, when they do a special attack, it looks so flashy and cool. Like, I, I'm very excited. I definitely want to play this. It looks like it's going to be kind of like um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, except, like, bigger and the battle system is different, obviously, where in Kakarot it's, like, just open-world 3D action, kind of. But very cool. Um, Megaton Musashi anime second season, October 7th, bringing some fall hype for you. I never got to watch the first season of this, and I definitely will now, um, now that we're getting a second season, it looks like. But yeah, Megaton Musashi was like, it's like a big, big robot hero and big robot action fighting. And it looks really cool. Um, the robot is in CG, obviously. So, uh, but it's like, it's weird because it's like, it's like full CG. It's not like anime cell shaded CG like like you would see on um, you know, Studio Orange's stuff, but like full CG, you know what I mean? With like shading and everything. It looks really cool. Uh yeah, that reminds me, I do got to watch first season cuz I definitely want to watch that. Second Sword Online Progressive Anime Film reveals trailer, cast and staff. The official website for Sword Online the movie Progressive Kuraki Yoyami no Shirzo, Shirzo of a Dark Dusk, the second film in the Progressive Anime Film series. The film will feature a returning cast. In addition, Kaede Hondo will play Lit- Liten, and Yusuke Kobayashi will play Morte. Um, yeah, dude. So I, it's funny because like I've seen a few people confused about what um, Progressive is. Um, I still haven't seen the first one. I already have a start of this night. But basically, what Progressive is is this, right? So like when the Sword Art Online novels were coming out, um, and still are, I think um, the writer who I forgot the name of already. I can't believe I don't know the, the writer of the SAO novels. Um, uh, Reki Kawahara. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's, uh, we know a lot of people, and especially with, when the anime came out, a lot of people complained like about all the, the time skips, like going up the floors and stuff like that. And so they started writing a series called Sorter Online Progressive that fills in those gaps and fills in those spots. So, like, Progressive, Aria of a Starless Night, is, like, it's, like, the first episode of SAO all over again, but from Austin's perspective, and then forward. And then, so, this this second movie is the second part of that. So, like, most of the time you're seeing Asuna and Kirito, it's, like, in their older outfits, you know, where Asuna has, like, that red cloak, and it's before she became a Knight of the Blood Oath kind of thing. So, that's what those these movies are. So, they're an adaptation of the Progressive light novels which are light novels that fill in the gaps of the ironcrad arc uh but yeah freaking uh yuki kajra will be doing the soundtrack again i believe so that's really sweet uh crunchyroll to stream my hero academia's new anime ova episodes on august 1st so a month from now get a new ova uh it's like a new it's a not non-canon ova thing where they do like a baseball league or something like that Supposed to be just good fun. Uh, Macross plus Macross 2 anime offered overseas on Blu-ray disc for the first time, um, which is really cool. And also Macross Frontier, Macross Delta anime offered on home video outside of Japan. Again, Big West and Nozomi Entertainment announced during Big West Macross panel at Anime Expo on Friday that they will release the Macross Frontier, Macross Delta, and plus, and 2 overseas, which is very cool. 
uh, since Harmony Gold finally decided to let it go. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah. The Pillows return to provide music for Fooly Cooly Grunge and Fooly Cooly Shoegaze. The two new anime that we're getting for uh, Fooly Cooly and at its industry panel, at Production IG's industry panel on Anime Expo, they announced that the Pillows will be providing music for the two new Fooly Cooly anime. Two new seasons. Um, the band's vocalist, Sawao Yamanaka, made a statement to fans. He stated, whereas the original FLC theme focus song focused on Naoya's identity, the new theme song will center on the new characters. Pretty cool. Um, I do really like the way grunge looks. Um, just like that little teaser we got, at least that's what it looked like it was from. It was kind of like CG, and it was Haruka coming down with a sword. That looks really cool. I think that's from Grunge, it looks like anyway, just from the visual. But I'm very excited for that. I definitely want to see that. You know, I I don't think the previous two sequels were terrible. They just definitely did not live up to the hype. Although it had some great production on some of the episodes of the the first one, the one with the girl with the, the headphone, headphones, you know, which I believe was alternative, I think. Yeah. But um, these ones look really cool. And it looks like it could be an actual, like, you know, progress in Haruka's story. So I'm excited for that. Um, Masbaida's anime's Genesis Breaker side story launches in Hobby Japan magazine this summer. Anime director and mechanical designer Shinji Aramaki um, noted at Production IG in Anime Expo panel Friday that the new planned project based on Genesis Climber Masbaida anime will begin serializing in a magazine this summer. This project is the previously announced Genesis Breaker, which will start serializing in Hobby Japan magazine with a story by fellow Muspeta mechanical designer Hideki Kaki, Kakinuma, who did Bubblegum Crisis, Armitage, Golf Force, Junk Force, and um, Shinji Aramaki did Appleseed, Ghost in the Shell, uh, Standalone Complex 2045. Very cool. I very much like this exosuit that turns into a bike. That's very sweet. Um... Yeah, dude, the original Genesis Climber Moss Beta series from the 1983 to 1984 for 25 episodes. The series is one of three anime series whose footage and story were adapted for the American Robotech series. ADV previously released the DV- series on DVD in North America, and then Harmony Gold reported at Anime Expo in 2019 that it has renewed and extended licensing agreements with Tatsunoko Production for the Super Dimension Force Ma- Fortress Macross, the Super Dimension Cavalry Southern Cross, and Genesis Climber Moss Beta. The three series adapted for Robotech. So, yeah, very cool. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean second part streams new trailer on September 1st premiere on Buttflix. So, there's the second part. It's coming to Buttflix in September. Bandai Namco Entertainment to release Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher game in English. I think this game originally came out. uh, When did this one come out? iOS and Android in 2019. Um, oh, that was a port for the original. But um, anyway, this is basically Monster Rancher, except with kaiju monsters from like Tokusatsu shows like Ultraman and things like that. So originally, I think it looks like it was a mobile game, but they're porting it to, uh, they're bringing it to uh, America. Okay, so I think, oh, I think it is still going to be a mobile game, but that's very cool. Nonetheless, so if you're into Monster Rancher, Slam Dunk anime film opens in Japan on December 3rd. 
Various cinema chains in Japan posted pictures on Twitter on Saturday of theatrical posters of the new anime film of Takehiko Inoue's Slam Dunk basketball manga at their locations, which all list that the film will open in Japan on December 3rd. The poster features the words, The First Slam Dunk, but it's currently unclear if that is the final title of the film. So yeah, very cool. We talked about there being new Slam Dunk stuff uh, a little bit ago on the newscast, and more was revealed at Expo, which is really sweet. Twin Engine, Good Smile, Max Factory unveiled teaser trailer for Plantopia Project, announced more details, and revealed a new teaser trailer for their new project, Plantopia, at the Good Smile Company panel at Anime Expo. Um, I think this is going to be like some kind of multimedia project. The, the project will first have a short music video, and is and Yuki Yuki Igarashi, who did the Lop and Ocho short for Star Wars Visions, is directing that music video. The project will then launch a Kickstarter for character figures in late August, with plans to expand into novels, manga, anime, and games. Okay, so it's a multimedia project thing. Very cool. Very excited. It looks really sweet. You can watch the trailer for it. Typing in Plantopia on YouTube. Seven Seas licensed Raven of the Inner Palace, the Invisible Man, and his soon-to-be wife. And ten more titles. Uh, Seven Seas Entertainment announced during its panel at Expo on Saturday that it has licensed 11 new titles. The company plans to release the following titles in 2023. Raven of the Inner Palace, which is a light novel um, by Koko Shirakawa and art by Ayuko. The Invisible Man and His Soon-To-Be Wife, which is a manga which is authored by Iwato Beneko. Um, and it looks like drawn by as well. That actually looks funny. It actually looks like a rom-com, but it's the guy's an invisible man. <laughs> Rise of the Outlaw Tamer and His Wild S-Rank Cat Girl. Manga. Written by Joji Manabe. Uh, original work by Sky Farm. And Nekosuke Okuma. Original character design. Very, that looks very cute. I like the cat girl design on that one. Why Don't You Eat Me, My Dear Wolf? Uh, by this is a manga by Ao Koishikawa. Uh, it's like a red riding hood, and then the wolf man's like, nah, let's, let's do it instead. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> That's what the cover looks like, though. I'm in love with the villainous spinoff. She's so cheeky for a commoner. Uh, light novel um, by Inori with illustrations by Hanagata. The Eccentric Doctor of the Moonflower Kingdom manga by Toru Himaka. Classroom of the Elite Horikira, um, authored by Sakagi, Sakagaki, and original work by Siogu Kinusuga and Shunsaku Tomose for the character design. To Every You I've Loved Before, light novel, uh, Yomoji Otono and Shimano is the illustrator. Um, Otono is the writer. To Me, The One Who Loved You. Uh, which is the other side of this story. Same two people. Uh, light novel. Marmalade Boy, Collection Edition Manga Volume 1. Uh, Wataru Yoshizumi. Do Not Say Mystery, Volume 1 to 2 Omnibus Manga by Yumi Tamura. Villainous and the Demon Knight uh, by Seikan and Nakoda Asahiko. Very cool. So look forward to all those. I'm excited to read a couple of these. I want to try reading a couple of these. Uh, these look cool. I want to try reading this. Why don't you eat me, my dear wolf? That looks, very, <laughs> that looks good. 
Uh, Tiger and Bunny's second part premieres on Netflix in the fall on October 7th. Okay, we're watching it for spring right now. Second part is coming out on October 7th in the fall. So there you go. Um, but da, 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 da. Oh, we talked about that already. That was Macross. Thanks to Right Stuff and Nozomi. Studio Trigger reveals a new panty and stocking with Garter Belt Project. Hell yeah! Panty and stocking with Garter Belt. Greatest anime of all time. And we are now getting a new part to it, which is awesome. Very fucking cool. Um, they didn't, I didn't, I think they said it was a new TV series. Um, but either way, very excited to see more Panty and Stocking. Shout out to Studio Trigger. Tokyo Pop reveals four more manga licenses and returning of the Rising Stars of Manga contest. Um, Scram Blues by Mame March. The Snake Who Loved a Sparrow by Na- Natsuo. Be My Love, My Lord, Adumi Nagano. My Coworker Has a Secret by Mushiro. And they're bringing back the Rising Stars of Manga competition. The competition will have 10 winners. The first place winner will receive a $1,000 prize. The second place winner will have $500. And the third place winner, a $250 prize. Runners will get runners up will get $100 and an audience favorite will also get 100 The theme of the com- competition will be 25 the number 25 The submission period will be from July 25th to October 25th. Submissions can be in black and white or in color and must be between 10 to 25 pages long. Tokyo Pop said previous winners and industry professionals will judge the competition. The company also added that artists will retain the copyright on their works and that Tokyo Pop will not have ownership of the IP. Tokyo Pop will publish the winners in a digital collection. The company will reveal more details like where to submit the entries online and full terms at a later date. Tokyo Pop revealed it also launched a Discord server and encouraged fans to join. The panel also highlighted several other series, such as Hyperventilation and Honor-Off Webtoons and the Deco Boko Sugar Days Extra, The Nightmare Before Christmas Mirror Moon, and Marcy's Journal, A Guide to Amphibia Works. Yeah, so the Rising Stars of Manga was something that they've been doing for a while, and then I, I, I'm not sure when they stopped doing it, probably when, probably when Tokyo Pop just kind of stopped making, stopped bringing so much manga over here. Um, when I was a kid, when I was younger, Tokyo Pop was like the main was like the main people who were bringing manga over here. First it was first it was Dark Horse was like the main one. They were kind of bringing over manga over here. They were bringing manga over here even in comic book form. Um in and not in whole novel form, in volume novel format. Then Tokyo Pop started bringing them over and they were the reason why they were did so well is because they were bringing it over how it was meant to be read and how it was released in Japan. The only thing that they were doing differently was just translating it. So you had to read it backwards and everything. It was like the first time that Americans were like, oh, shit, you know. Um, for those who didn't know, obviously, for Americans and North Americans who didn't know. Um, and then nowadays, a lot of what you see published is like this. People got their own publishing things like Viz and things like that. Viz like does exclusively Shoeisha stuff and some other things. You have Yen Press. You have Seven Seas. So a bunch of places now do it. And now I think Tokyo Pop still does it. But now they're bringing back the Rising Stars of Manga, which is cool, which was this thing back then. I actually have a Rising Stars of Manga book, and I don't remember what year it's for, but it's all of the winners and some of the runners-up stuff piled into one just uh, regular-sized kind of um, volume of manga, novel size, you know what I mean? So I'm very cool that they're bringing that back. Very cool. Uh, The House of the Lost Cape... 
or the House of the Lost on the Cape film opened in North America on September 7th. Eleven Arts announced the English dub cast for the House of the Lost on the Cape. David Productions anime film of Sachiko Kashiwaba's Misaki no Mayoiga novel. Uh, yeah, we've talked about this a few times. I will be sure to remind you as the date draws closer in case you want to go see that in theaters. And same for this because um, Silent Voice 5th anniversary releases in North American theaters on October 12th. When this comes closer, I will be sure to tell you as well. I would love to see that in theaters. It was such a great movie. Hell yeah. Uh, Viz Media unveiled a new trailer for Bleach the Thousand Year Blood War um, based on the Thousand Year Blood War arc of TJ Kubo's Bleach manga during its panel at Anime Expo on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know nothing about Bleach, but that PV was very cool. Um, the Thousand Year Blood War arc is the final arc of the manga and covers volumes 55 to 74. Um, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. So yeah, I guess uh, Bleach is finally going to be finished. The anime-wise, anime, anime wise, it'll finally be finished. Mashal, Magic and Muscles gets manga, get, manga gets TV anime in 2023. Um, very cool. For those of you who don't know what Mashal is, uh, I'll just explain to you the way it was explained to me by, uh, Noxie at Project Manga. It's literally Harry Potter, except Harry Potter shredded and he can beat the shit out of people. And also the writer's not transphobic. So, <laughs> you know, uh, there you go. But yeah, I've never read Mashal. I've heard it was pretty good. A lot of people like it. So I, I, maybe I might start it once I'm done getting through One Piece and, and a bunch of stuff. Trigger 10-year anniversary and announcement panel. They talked about painting something with garter belts. They talked about their time at Gynax and stuff like that. They talked more about uh, cyberpunk edge runners. So the thing about these panels, right, if you want to get a, the full scope of these panels, I'm merely just talking about the stuff that was revealed at them. Um, if you want to get a full scope of these panels, I suggest going to Anime News Network and and reading their full kind of breakdown of each panel, which is kind of nice. Um, also on comicbook.com, uh, they've kind of got breakdowns of some of the panels as well. Rea no Digichariot mini anime post creditless opening on October debut. I didn't know Digichariot was still a thing. Or Digicarrot? Digi I'm hoping I'm saying that right. I'm probably, I'm probably not saying it right at all. I know it's a Bushy Road thing, but there was a 16 episode television anime that aired in 99, and we got it in 2005. And um, it's getting a new show with mini, mini episodes, which is short. Crunchyroll unveils solo leveling and Tomo-chan is a girl anime. Um, boyish high school girl Tomo Aizawa finally manages to tell her childhood friend Jun that she's got a crush on him. Unfortunately, her confession goes right over his head. He didn't even realize she was a girl until middle school. And even now, Jun still thinks of her as a bro. It's like, bro, what are you talking about? Come on, bro. Bro. Bro, you're my whole world. Bro. And then also solo leveling, which is dope, which is really fucking funny, right? Because like when we when we had a, when we had a guest from Crunchyroll talk to us, and he was all like, "Hmm, what do you guys think? What do you guys think we should do next if we do like, you know, webtoon stuff or manhwa stuff?" I'm like, "Solo leveling, do it." <laughs> um, which is funny because like I bet you they were already planning that, and we were just kind of repeating what everyone else was saying. But that's really cool. I'm I'm very excited for that. I'm very thankful for that 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 um, that episode as well. Um, but yeah, that's, that was super cool. That was super sweet. Um, very cool to see, uh, a visual for solo leveling. The teaser trailer they have out for solo leveling right now is, is kind of just like a little, it's just that, it's just a little teaser, which shows some of the panels from the comics and, um, some official art on it. 
Um, but yeah, very cool. By uh, writer Chu Gong and artist Dubu from Redai Studio. Um, it's a manhwa. And I believe it just ended as well. So we also got a panel for Trigun Lock and Load. Uh, it was called the Lock and Load, Stampede Lock and Load panel. The new trailer for Trigun Stampede after 12 years since Trigun Badlands Rumble and double that for the 1998 TV anime series, Studio Orange surprised the world with an announcement for Trigun Stampede two weeks before Anime Expo. Remember we talked about it a little bit ago. Yasuhiro Naito, Koji Tajima, Kiyo Takawaki, and Katsuhiro Take, the panelists had a lot of surprises they were eager to share as they walked on the stage. Um, but yes... Very excited for this. Um, it will be Kenji Muto's first directorial work. Um, he's worked as an episode director for Beastars and Land of the Lustrous. Um, it looks very sweet. Um, they didn't really talk too much about the story, it seems like. But from the trailer, it looks like... It looks like it's supposed to be, like, how Vash became the Stampede. Um... You know, like from because, like, when you when the anime starts, he is already the stampede and he's already wanted for 60 billion double dollars. And, um, and, uh, yeah, he's already got the title. So there's like flashbacks of like, there's like a few flashback episodes, right? Um, that only tell you like, what, like, where how him and knives like split and were together and stuff. But there's, there's not a full scope of, a full scope of, uh, that whole entire time before he became the stampede so it looks like that's what that anime is for like it's to tell the story of how he became the stampede but i'm not sure um yeah anyway konosuba an explosion on this wonderful world anime previewed in teaser video um kadokawa began streaming a teaser promotional video on sunday for the television anime of konosuba an explosion on this wonderful world spin-off novel this is an anime about your favorite girl. Well, y'all's favorite. Not my favorite. Y'all's favorite. Um, of Megamine. Um, it's a spinoff. Yeah. It's all centered around her. Um, very, very cute. Uh, I think she's very cute. She's not my favorite character. She's y'all's favorite character because you're all a bunch of yutzes, but that's fine. Dude, okay. So this is really cool. Vinland Saga, this came out forever ago, right? It came out fucking in in uh the final arc the final arc of the manga began in 2019 the anime came out uh in 2019 but you could only watch it on amazon prime so now vinland saga is going to be on netflix and high dive starting july 7th so starting this weekend so for those of you who haven't watched vinland saga yet because you didn't have amazon prime or whatever but if you got buttflix and high dive it's there get it get it get it get it we also got more info on Mob Psycho 103rd season, uh, showing its opening theme song, which is very fucking cool. This will be coming out. Uh, when is this coming out? When did it say? It's this year, isn't it? I think it's in fall. Um, but Crunchyroll will host the premiere of the first two episodes of an anime at the Crunchyroll Expo uh, in a month from now, in August 5th through 7th as well. So that is really cool. Very excited. I love Mob Psycho. It's like literally one of the greatest anime. I love it so much. I love the story. Love the production. I love the the art. It's it's amazing. 
Um, let's see. Five Masaki Yuasa films get retrospective screenings in California on August 5th through 7th. G-Kids announced at its panel at Expo that it will, that it and American Cinema Seek will screen a retrospective of films by Masaki Yuasa in two California theaters from August 5th to 7th. So yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, and they're going to talk about Inuo, Lou Over the Wall, Mind Game, The Night is Short, Walk On Girl. Very cool. Um, Break of Dawn anime film reveals main cast, October premiere. Uh, this is some sci-fi shit. The juvenile science fiction manga story is set in the near future year of 2049, where humanity has become aware for a number of years that the Earth will have an unavoidable collision with a large-scale comet. The story focuses on Yuma, a boy obsessed with space robots and the impending collision. He has an encounter with an extraterrestrial being, which he finds out is connected to the incoming comet. That is wild. That's going to be cool. I very much am excited for that. That could be a really cool coming-of-age story, a very cool sci-fi story. And, of course, the last two pieces of news. Can't go this whole entire newscast without talking about Chainsaw Man panel. They had a whole panel dedicated to just Chainsaw Man. And we did not get a trailer. But we did get a bunch of stuff. We will be getting a trailer um, soon is what it's is what they said. And it seemed like they wanted to show the trailer today um, at Expo. And when I say today, I mean July 4th. When you when you hear this, it'll be yesterday, obviously. But it seems like they wanted to show the trailer. Um, but it just was not up to like they, they were not ready to show it. So. Which is understandable. You want you mean you want to show it when it's you know good and ready to be shown. Um, there was a Twitter account called Quad at Chainsaw Man at Quad Luck um, that kind of was tweeting live the questions and stuff. So I'll just I'm just gonna read some of this back. Shout out to at Quad Luck underscore at Twitter. Um, what's the production structure to help make the anime? Answer, the CEO is a huge fan of the manga. He wants to create an anime for himself and that fans can all enjoy. What were you careful about when writing the script for Chainsaw Man? We want to make sure everything is hardcore, no soft stuff. How is Fujimoto involved in the production of the anime? We are working very closely with him. We want this to be a representation of the original, even down to the casting of voice actors. How will the anime adapt the intense scenes of Chainsaw Man? We always want to emphasize the rawness of the original and the realness of the images. Excuse me. We want it to be dynamic and theatrical. The energy of Denji comes from his raw needs, food and women. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the CEO's favorite character, they, the CEO also revealed his favorite character is Power, uh, which is like goat answer, honestly. Um, how will Gore be handled in the anime? Uh, then a producer anna- uh, answered, first and foremost, we won't be censoring anything. We want it to be true to the source material. Was it difficult for the staff to transfer the wild pacing of the manga into the anime. Keeping true to the original, we are trying to keep as closely to the original. Um, excuse me, you guys. I'm so sorry. It's so rude of me. Keeping true to the original, we are trying to keep as closely to the original. We may add more time to some scenes that have more impact. Um, they were emphasizing the whole time of how close they were going to be to the manga, I guess. Um... They really wanted the music composer that worked on Devilman Crybaby to also work on CCM and are happy they are working with him now. 
Um, they said we were getting a trailer at Crunchyroll Expo, which is a month from now. Um, that's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. Um, I'm very excited about this. I'm very excited about Chainsaw Man. Um, I've loved Chainsaw Man for a while, and I hope it gets the love and attention it needs for a show. And the final piece of news I have, Yoshiro Togashi is getting an art exhibition in Tokyo Mori's Art Center Gallery from October 28th to January 9th. To commemorate the announcement, he released a public message thanking fans for their support while addressing the health issues affecting his work. Here we go. I'm going to read this to you, okay? I am pleased to announce the Yoshihiro Togashi exhibit puzzle. This was my own this was only possible thanks to the warm feelings and support from the readers. Allow me to express my sincere gratitude to you all. That was so stiff of me, huh? I think so too. You're probably thinking, go draw the next chapter already. True. I was unable to sit in a chair for two years, which made me unable to draw. But by throwing conventional methods to the wayside, I've been able to resume drawing somehow. Everyone, I sincerely ask you take care of your backs and hips. Just two weeks before writing this message, I couldn't get into position to wipe my butt and had to take a shower for every time I pooped. It takes three to five times longer for me to do everyday moments. Your hips are important. So if you're at the exhibit and you happen to drop something, I recommend assuming a sumo crouching posture when you pick it up. Sincerely, Yoshihiro Togashi. Um, Togashi included an illustration of himself in, as an anthropomorphic dog lying on its back while drawing and captioned it, Currently, I can only draw in this position. Jesus. Yeah, so I'll just say this. <clears throat> I am... Um, I'm going to get a little vulnerable right now. So, it's funny because some of my listeners and, and, and even Nick and Danny don't seem to understand the severity. Um, but I had a car accident two years ago that broke my foot. Now, so, I don't know if you guys have ever injured your foot in that way before or have broken anything in your ankles or your feet. When I say break my foot, I mean um, all of my toes were shattered. Not broken, like Each toe was broken in multiple spots. So they called that shattered. So when people think of the word shattered, they kind of think like, oh, a bunch of bones and a bunch of little pieces spread all over the place, which is also true. Um, But each of my toes cracked in a way. So what happened was when when I got rear-ended, my foot, um, my left leg, which is like the leg that is the resting leg, right? My right leg is the one that pedals, right? The brakes and the acceleration and whatever. My left foot is the resting leg, right? And I had it extended out. Um, sometimes I just have it... Do, sometimes I just sit that way. It feels nice. It feels comfortable to me. I'm leaning back. Both my legs are outward. My right one's working the pedals. And my left one is extended outward, uh, you know? When I got rear-ended, I got pushed forward, obviously, as one does when you get rear-ended. And my foot stopped me from... My foot and my seatbelt stopped me from, like... You know what I mean? So... My foot felt the brunt of all of the, of all of the, you know, uh, impact before my seatbelt did. Now, if my seatbelt did, I probably would have got worse whiplash. But I actually didn't get whiplash very much at all because my fucking foot stopped me. And so my toes bent that much backwards. That, at that impact, at that speed, at that force that quickly will shatter your toes. And that's what happened. So ever since then, 
my foot has not been correct because I've been walking it, walking on it on a way that doesn't hurt me. Unfortunately, walking on it that way is the wrong way you walk on them. So it ruined my feet even more. And now it's starting to ruin my right foot. So walking is hard for me. It's, you know, I can go places, you know, it's, I'm fine to go places. Like I can walk around, you know, and stuff like that. There are some days where I can't do that at all. Um, cause I'm in so much pain. Fortunately, with some therapy, some steroid treatment, new custom soles in my shoes, it has been recorrecting the way I'm supposed to walk. My toes are now healed, um, again. So they're that, you know, um, but the, the, the truth of it is, is there was also muscle tear and nerve damage done because they shattered. So because of that, when you break something in your foot like that, it never heals right. It never heals the same. Um, that's true for any part of your body. But with your feet, if your feet are fucked up, they're fucked up for life. So slowly but surely, while changing other daily habits um, that are not centered around my feet, um, they are getting better. Okay. So... And I, I got to tell you, I got to be honest with you, I, I, these these custom like shoe soles, soles, these custom soles I'm wearing in my shoes, I think that should just be a mandatory thing. Everybody should get like <laughs> customs. Like I'm telling, I'm like I'm telling you, I went into the orthopedist and they molded my foot with like this moon sand shit, and that's how they made my my soles. That should just be a mandatory thing for everyone, in my opinion. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So anyway, what does this have to do with Togashi, Togashi's health? Um, it, 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 I, I kind of feel like the, a lot of language that I used to use um, and a lot of things I used to think about were very dismissive of disabled people. It was very ableist language that I was using. Like I wasn't thinking about how it affects certain people, people who are in wheelchairs, people who use walkers, people who use scooters, things like that. I never, ever thought about any of those people and how certain things of our world were of our you know <laughs> are built with not with them not in mind they're never thought of ever and it's a very damn shame that it took something happening to me for me to realize it when i should have realized it before and so i am not sure what the culture is around disabled people in japan is i am not sure what is keeping this man drawing and how he thinks he can just lay down like that and draw um, I, I, I gotta tell you, that's, that is dedication. Um, and sometimes it just disables you so much. You can't even sit at your desk. And so I just kind of encourage people to kind of think about that when we're being so demanding of creators, when we're being so demanding of, uh, uh oh, oh, they delayed the Cuphead DLC, DLC again. Fuck them. Oh, CD Projekt Red fucking hates their fans because they delayed the game so many times and then whatever and then you complain when they put out a shitty game not realizing that one of their employees might be disabled or partially disabled not only physically but mentally you know there are mental there are mental health conditions that can disable a person that can render pe a person disabled you know what i mean you don't know how how often they were absent from work or had to work from home because they couldn't get up or make it to work or make it to the office you don't know what it's like you don't know what everyone's story is. There are disabled people out there who won't even apply for disability because they want to keep working. They want to keep just doing stuff and they don't want the help and stuff like that. And it's 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 crazy. And so 
what I'm saying is, is that I know what it's like being partially disabled and continuing to want to work on your artwork and drawings, your podcast. I'm so fortunate that I have a work from home job where I don't have to like walk into a huge office and commute somewhere and whatever and, you know, constantly fill up my car at gas stations and stuff. Not that I can't do that. I can. Um, it's just is it's definitely harder than it used to be. Um, I'm in a lot of pain. Even talking to you right now, I'm in an excruciating amount of pain. And so I just kind of urge people to think about that stuff. That's all. And I'm not I'm not here to change your mind or preach to you or whatever. I'm never here to do that. I'm just here to fucking entertain you and yell and make you laugh. And I'm here to love you. And I'm here to love you just the way you are. I just hope that when we're thinking about our creators, our artists, our musicians, the people who bring us daily entertainment, the writers, the film crew, the lighting crew, the 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 podcasters, the YouTubers, the the all those people who bring us entertainment and fulfill our lives after we get off work or during work and make us happy and make us laugh. I encourage you to just think about that stuff. Um, you know, there's there's studies out there about there being more people. Uh, there's actually a higher percentage of people who are disabled than not, they're just not disabled on paper, as in they're not applying for disability because they think they shouldn't or they think that they're not disabled when really they are. You know what I mean? So I just urge you to think about that stuff. You never know what someone's going through. And um, I think Togashi is one hell of a fucking artist. And the fact that he's continuing to draw and he wants to finish doing whatever he's doing and returning with Hunter Hunter just... I can't even, I can't think about that, man. He can't even go to the bathroom. Like, even I can still fucking go to the bathroom, obviously, right? And his back is, just, like, imagine your back being so messed up, you can't even, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it's just, I just urge people to think more about that stuff. That's all. Um, and not even just all the creators and th- people I mentioned earlier, but just anyone, anyone in your life. So, that being said, I know I rambled at the end there. I apologize. I always ramble when I'm talking about serious stuff. So, sorry. But, I just love you guys very much. And I and 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 the the truth behind my message is this. Look after yourself. Look after yourself. Get a daily get a checkup. Go go get your rectal exam. Check on your for my friends who have breasts. Get a, get get a get a uh, you know, a mammary exam. Look out for that stuff. Look out for everything. Go to get an x-ray done. Just say, "Hey. Hey, can you um can you you know, when you go to your physical, have your doctor press on the spots in your back to see if you feel anything funny. You know what I mean? You, you, you may be sitting in a weird way and you don't even know it, you know, and it could be bad for you. So um, just get checked out because I love you and I want you to keep listening to my podcast. Okay. That being said, I hope you guys enjoy my newscast. I appreciate you guys t- uh, who encouraged me to keep doing it and um, to keep going with Nick and Danny. I'm having a lot of fun, obviously, and I love you guys. I love you very much. I will love you just the way you are. And that being said, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.